0: Super cool radio. Hello, everyone i am matthew thomas you are watching listening to super cool radio gonna be changing things up again once again here on super cool radio got a really cool album review people should be familiar with my guest this time he was on for the first wild Street album review now he's back please welcome the host of the crash course metal show he is trevor crash knight
1: thank you for the introduction my man uh man i want to thank you again for having me on this is gonna be a lot of fun we got a. Uh Wall Street 2 coming on here. So, But if anyone's not familiar with me, uh, I do have a channel, Crash Course Metal Show, on YouTube here. Uh, we do interviews, we do uh, album reviews, we do music reactions to new singles and such, and even old singles. But yeah, uh, but definitely we can't beat uh, Matt super cool radio there with the interviews for a week, five <laughs> a week almost sometimes. Yeah. Can't beat it. Can't
0: beat it. Yeah, I, th- three to four, depending on how crazy I am that week. Um, <laughs> I, I keep telling myself I'm going to slow down to like one a week, and um, yeah, it hasn't happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's
1: a good problem. That's a good problem to
0: have. It honest, I'd rather be overbooked than underbooked, and uh, it yeah. is definitely a good problem to have. But thank you so much for the kind words. Thank you so much for hanging out with me here again. And guess what? I don't know if I told you this. This is a season four finale, and you're on it
1: oh all right let's go guys let's go we got we got a good album here to as for the finale so let's let's do
0: it let's do it we're good yeah, We're we're gonna be closing out season four with a fantastic album review of wild Street 2 by well it would only make sense by wild Street now you have a signed version this is actually my only unsigned wild street album oh, okay. and I want right. to change that at some point
1: yes <laughs> yes you will you you'll have to change that
0: so oh oh you have a oh yeah, you have a little different okay.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, wait, I you think- know what? You know what? Did I? No, I don't think I switched it because sometimes I do switch the inserts around. No, too.
0: mine's blank. Yeah. No, I think this oh, okay, is- okay.
1: Yeah, mine's blank too a- then. So, yeah. I got
0: this from last year. I think this was one of the reissues.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah. This, a- I, I definitely, I picked this one up. I think it was before COVID. So, it was definitely yeah. like 2017, 2008-ish. So, yeah. De- definitely, yeah. This- uh, Interesting. Yeah, you got the reissue. Damn. Does it? I heard it it might sound better. I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah. I don't. don't, We'll we'll have to we'll have to exchange albums and find (laughs) out. I don't (laughs)
1: know what what difference is. It maybe maybe you know just had to print some more copies. I don't know.
0: I think. Well, I saw them back in spring of last year. That was my first time seeing them, and Eric said he just got these in. Um, Uh So I I wonder if like you know I don't know. Artwork gets you know lost, mixed up, whatever. Maybe you just want to change it. I don't know. Right. But um, since we did, you already mentioned this, this was originally released in 2011, but the reissue uh, was uh, first in 2017, and I have this one, which is probably 2020, 2021, whenever that was right. as well.
1: Right. All right. Yep. Uh, yeah, so- definitely. Yeah, because I was gonna say I I wasn't too sure on the year because it doesn't have the year anywhere on this except 2017. And I'm like that it didn't come out in 2017. I do remember that much. But but yeah,
0: definitely. See, I got my I I got my notes uh prepared for this one. So uh as we kind of give a little bit of uh, a little bit of backing on it, I know you mentioned in the first um uh, uh Wild Street album review. Uh, there was a little bit of a different change, uh, lineup change couldn't uh, get a solid lineup of who was actually a uh, part of this album. actually I'm gonna see real quick since I do have the different notes. Uh, nope it is just the front and back never mind
1: yeah okay yeah same, same with mine then too so quite interesting as well. Well what we, uh, we do know is produced by Kyle Kelso. so I mean that's the only thing we really get as far as credits on this album.
0: Yes. Um and what uh Eric did talk about in our in my second interview with him, he thought this album was underproduced. He thought they wanted to go for a more live setting, mm-hmm. but he he did kind of thought it hurt the overall production of this album. I don't know if you want to, if you want to give your uh, take about the production of this.
1: I don't know. I I I would say this for me, I would say this would probably be a happy medium maybe. I I wouldn't necessarily, it's not like uh, a whole in a different stratosphere production wise, I would, in, to my ears, uh, compared to Wall Street One. I think it's somewhat, it's more, uh, not the same, because obviously Wall Street One is a little bit, we said slightly maybe overproduced, but obviously it doesn't hurt the record or it doesn't make it necessarily more positive. But, Wild Street 2 though, I wouldn't have guessed that. I honestly wouldn't have guessed Eric saying that this was underproduced, if that if that helps answer your question. But to me though, I wouldn't I w- I wouldn't say in a negative way either that this is underproduced.
0: I, I I'm kind of in the same boat with that. I think it is I think it's very well done. Uh, I think what I what and this is what I want to talk about in the previous one. I I hinted at it but didn't talk about it in our previous video with the first Wild Street album. This album to me sounds a little bit looser. And I mean that in a positive way, where their personality comes out a little bit more, like the band's personality comes out a little bit more in this album. And this is where, as you said, some people might say these albums are similar. And I disagree with that. I think the first one is it's a little bit more structured with like the songs and everything. But also this one, there's no ballads. This is just hard rock music. And right. I think that's kind of a, a big distinction I like to make for people between these two albums.
1: That, that, that's a good point because obviously we do get only six tracks on this. Uh, but, yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, definitely no ballads, which I think for me, because I am a big ballad guy, I do like a ballad here and there. So I think maybe for me, I, I would have liked to have seen a ballad on here, but I don't think it necessarily hurts the album.
0: No, I, I agree. I think, to me, they kind of shed that little bit of um, their side of that with this one. Obviously, that we'll have our thoughts about Wall Street 3 right. during that video, but um, this was more like, if you were to see Wild Street around this time of 2011, 2012, this would be like seeing, like hearing part of their set is the way I kind of think of it.
1: Okay, yeah, and, uh, maybe, maybe to piggyback a little bit more on what eric said about this album you could argue that it's more stripped it has more of a stripped down feel maybe and that does go into the uh underproduced uh argument but i and the more i think about that okay I, I can see maybe that a little bit the uh underproduced but it's still in the same vein though it's i don't it doesn't necessarily hurt uh but it I, I, as far as this album i think uh Wall Street One, as we said in the previous episode, you could definitely tell who their influences were. They definitely kind of modeled some of their songs and even the song structures and such after some of their influences. And this one here is a little bit more uh you get a little bit more of them, like you said, you get more of what they're about, but also still has their roots there in it as well. But I think you do get more Wild Street who really is Eric and
0: the rest of the band on this album. I 100% agree with that as well. Very, very good take on that. Uh, so how about with, with that? Since I, you said it very well, let's dive in to Wild Street 2. I'm to hold this up again because I love the gold to me. Oh, yeah. It originally came out in silver, uh, but I love the gold way better. So for the first track, it is Shake It. Uh, I'm gonna say what I kind of what I said for like the first album. This is a great introduction to the this this EP. It is it's fast, it's hard hitting, it gets the adrenaline and blood pumping with this song. I mean, they're all rock songs, no doubt. But you 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 can understand the pace of this album by listening to "Shake It." It's a great introduction. I think some of the other songs got a little bit more catchy hooks to it. And a little bit more memorable maybe with the lyrics but i think shake it is a great introduction to this album
1: yeah and that's a good point uh definitely it it does give you the feel of what you're going to get on this album it's a really good i think this song went up in my personal rankings of their catalog when i first seen it live because i i was always kind of like lukewarm just thought it was okay uh but it before I saw them live, but then because they do the they, they do the song a lot live, and it definitely brought it another element to the song when you're listening to it on the record, just seeing it live. So, but I, I do like enjoy the solos as well on the song. Uh, they they do a great uh kind of edition of it live. They they kind of I, I especially know when uh, Dom was in the band, he kind of had his own flair with uh this song and it was pretty cool but yeah definitely uh, shake it's a fine song it's a good good way to open up the the album
0: oh for sure and so last thing i did want to add before we move on um that the crowd and gang vocals they're still there throughout this whole ep i did want to emphasize that because that is some of the stuff they did carry over from the first album it is also in wild street too
1: Yes, and 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 the gang vocal, the gang vocal is very important to Wall Street as well, and I, I think that's why I, what I like so much about it. that's because in like the late like eighty nine to 90, 93, a lot of the sleaze uh, glam bands were doing those gang vocals like Skid Row and such uh, bands like that in their choruses, awesome stuff uh, like Youth Gone Wild. Obviously, that song has a really good gang vocal part in it. Uh, so yeah, definitely. I think that's what wild street masters that not too many people in the modern era that I can think of off the top of my head anyway, uh, that do gang vocals just as much as wild street does
0: for, for a newer band. I think some of, some of those bands who are around the 80s, they still do that for not as much as they did, uh, right. which is kind of a shame because if you have a unique hook, you, you should use it more. Uh, uh you definitely. know, if you're in that genre, if that's what you want to go with, I should say, don't overuse right. it, but <laughs> If you uh you know if that's the style you got go for it but yeah. I would say modern bands I don't think too many modern because wild street as we kind of talked about in the first time a little over 10 years old you know about right. you know, right. 2008-ish you know when they first started so still in the modern uh era of music but um they're they're the very few out you know I, I, there's a few other bands who still do the gang vocals but wild Street definitely mastered it and right out of the gate too even with their first album
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm just showing my age a little bit when I say modern.
0: So, <laughs> uh, man.
1: yeah, but yeah, I agree with you. That you're right. It is a 12 plus year old band now. So, I mean, they're going to be classic here soon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: want to push it any further than that I don't... <laughs> that's a good way to leave it for... <laughs> don't oh, want to get a hate mail here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the second song which is actually one of my favorites off uh, this uh, EP that is Poison Kiss I love hearing it live because mm-hmm. uh, I, I like how the song starts you get the guitar then you get the other guitar um, and it's really cool when they would do that live uh, as well, but uh, it, it's a great way to start, and again, it's got that catchiness, that rock and roll, the gang vocals are there, the guitar riff is badass, there's a killer guitar solo at the 230 mark, you know, everything that uh, I really enjoy about Wild Street is combined here with Poison Kiss, um, this song will rock your face off.
1: Yeah, it, it, is, a, it is a very good song, I, this is probably... This might have been the first song that introduced me to Poise, or to Wild Street was Poison Kiss because I remember seeing the music video because I used to watch music videos after school all the time, uh, you know, find new bands and such. And I see, I'm pretty sure it was Poison Kiss that was the first song I heard of Wild Street, and I and I was hooked right away. This is a really good song. It's a really good uh s- single style song as well, kind of like how we said about uh, Hard on You uh kind of kind of in the same fashion doesn't necessarily sound like hard on you but of a single style of a song to put out on the radio or whatever very good in that way uh very cool chorus i I really enjoy the video too it's strange it's kind of a strange video like kind of don't know what's going on other than them kind of like all getting together and picking people up to go to a show i guess or a club so but very cool nonetheless and then you also get uh Don Jameson, I believe, from that metal show. He was on he was in that video as well. Uh so that that was kind of cool because I used to watch that show that came out when I was in high school. And I was like, oh shit, they got Don on their video. That's that's really cool. Like I thought maybe like they're picking up Steam and such, which they do with another video or with another song later on in this album. But uh yeah, this is a great song there, too. I mean, very good. Definitely one of my first. With Wall Street, and I've been hooked ever since.
0: Oh, definitely! For sure. I gotta check out the music. See, I haven't uh, I never really watched too much? Like, I never got into like watching the whole like music videos. I was kind of more just listening to music. Uh, but I'm gonna, I'll leave a link uh, for it in the description if anyone's curious about it as well. Plus, that metal show, come on! I, <laughs> I'm I, you know, I'm slightly younger, but I still. Still enjoyed that show. Was I was going
1: to say, I hope I didn't give myself away again when I said that, but, <laughs> but no, it, it was it it was a good show. I mean, everyone can say what they want about the guys on there, like Eddie Trunk and such, but hey, I, I enjoyed it. That that was what I did at eleven o'clock at Saturday nights, you know. So that that was quite cool. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it quite a bit.
0: Oh, and they always had different perspectives on stuff. It wasn't you know in come on. I mean, yeah, it's it's let you know people talking about metal music, but also bringing their own um, takes to it, kind of exactly what we're doing right now.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I mean, you could kind of say it kind of influenced us to even possibly do what we're doing today. So,
0: very cool. I I would agree with that. (laughs) Uh, So, for the third track, we're now uh, almost halfway through Wild Street 2, and this is Hot Licks, L-I-X-X, if I didn't uh, for the proper spelling of that. Um, this has like an old school rock and roll vibe. Like when I listened to this, I got hints of like ACDC in here, um, you know, kind of with that storytelling, uh, in it, because it's got a great story, you know, yep. it's about a kid learning to play guitar. You know, he doesn't quite fit in anywhere, but he's, when he plays guitar, he's killing it. And that's all he thinks about. And him just kind of progressing between, you know, um, learning to play guitar to becoming a rock star, really great story. And I really like uh, the line uh, "Call the Guitar Doctor if you need a fix. I love that. It's super catchy. (laughs) um, And it's a great addition. And again, very solid uh, and strong songwriting by Eric. That's why you get lines like that. And of course, there's a killer guitar solo around the two minute mark.
1: Yeah. And I agree. I think this is probably one of the most bluesier songs, I would say. Uh, Very. I I do like that. But for me, though, this song, possibly the weakest not saying it's bad but it's it is probably the one that i visit the least on this uh ep album but still good like and like you said it's a good story i listen to it just for the story because I, I like the lyrics in it i like the story that you go with the kid you know it, when he he had jimmy he'd rather listen to jimmy hendrix instead basically is what he's saying and i i, I do enjoy the lyrics as well very cool stuff but but for me though out of all the at all the tracks this probably would be the one i would visit least though but not 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 a slight to it but just yeah you know, just a little uh nitpicking there so <laughs> I, I
0: i i can see that with that um i think the the story is definitely like the main takeaway uh from this song uh it 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 tells as i said a very very good storyline and again phenomenal songwriting by eric but i do agree it's has got a little like that blues right that's why i kind of when i listen to it i pick up like hints of acdc like bon scott acdc
1: right yeah yeah i agree with that uh very very influential type type of song in this as well very cool i i agree though uh the story the story does save it for me though as far as like why i want to listen to this again so but yeah i agree
0: for, for sure. So now uh, we're gonna come to the fourth track, which is "Cocked and Ready," and it's kind of funny. You, you mentioned you know the previous song that was your kind of uh, least favorite. Uh, so this is "Cocked and Ready." Is, is that for me? It's still a great song. I still very much enjoy it. Um, but I don't know. It 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 doesn't have too much variety of like stuff that we haven't heard from Watcher. Not saying it's a bad song. I think it still deserves be beyond it because it is a hard hitting rock song. It's mm-hmm. got a phenomenal guitar solo at the two and a half mark, and that's what I yeah. really enjoy about it. But um, that's kind of where kind of where I am in it. It's got a great groove to it, it's got a great guitar solo. It is an overall, I think I think it's a good song, but I guess maybe it's a placement of it for me.
1: That, that could be true too. I mean, I'm kind of with you as far as I probably do like this a little bit better than Hot Licks, but I'm kinda in the same boat somewhat. Uh, but the riff is cool. I do like that that. Brings me back, and also the solo, like you said, uh, very good. Uh, but yeah, just just a good just a good song. Nothing, nothing amazing, nothing bad. It's just kind of more in the same boat as with the previous song.
0: I agree. I think that's a very good analysis of it, and uh, it's kind of cool. We kind of pick up kind of the same stuff with me. I think the guitar solo of how good it is is the reason um, you know it's on the album and why people should listen to it.
1: Right, yeah, and we did not plan these answers before we came on the show, right? Yeah, okay. just wanted to throw that out there. That's good.
0: good to say that. Um So for this one, I, I to me, this is going to be very short, but I'm going to sum up this fifth track very well. It is You Can't Stop the Rock. This is a rock and roll anthem. This is rock and roll. Uh I don't know how much else I can say about it. It, it, it has a great story, and it's purely about rock and roll, and I'm here for it.
1: Yeah, I I was gonna say, this is definitely one of those uh, really good deep cuts of theirs in their catalog. Uh, It's kind of a chunky song, too, there's some heaviness a little bit to it. I I do like that as well. Cool chorus, like you said, like you said, an anthem. Man, it is a good deep cut. I, I... revisited this uh, a couple days ago this song and i was like yeah it's kind of one that does get overlooked even by me sometimes but yeah definitely i think you get back on the right track as far as uh flu uh like as far as the ep goes like the continuity of it and stuff you kind of get back to where you want to be uh with with uh can't stop the rock but like you say good anthem good good stuff though nonetheless
0: it it is, and I I didn't really appreciate this song till I was uh, listening to Wall Street too, uh, driving home from a friend's house, and I like it, it's cool like in the ca- in the car when I was driving, you can really hear everything, and you're surrounded by the you know the the the, um, the stereo in the car. Uh-huh. Uh, that's where like I, it really clicked with me. I was like, this is an anthem. This is rock and roll. Love the lyrics in it, and. It it really just that's like the moment I was like this is a very solid song that doesn't uh that does get overlooked that really shouldn't in their catalog.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree hundred percent with that. And sometimes all that's all it does take is just you being in the right context for a song, and that that helps a whole lot as well. And I know I know albums that are like that as well. And it's just it is it is strange to think about that. It's like you would think a good song is just a good song no matter what, but. It kind of depends. Sometimes,
0: it actually, it it really does. It depends, like on the mood, how you're feeling, and what you're in the uh, what you're feeling for. Um, that way, it, the music kind of falls in line with that. But it, where you're listening to it, how you're listening to it, what you're if you listen on the crappy speakers, doesn't matter how good the song is, it's probably not going to come through completely.
1: That's true. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent on that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So now the sixth song, which um, if anyone only had the standard edition, this is why we have the collector's edition and why it looks gold is for the song "Easy Does It." And so there was about a six-year gap between the original release and um, the collector's release, and I can tell that this song just just a little bit uh, in the confidence in Eric in Eric's vocals, the different guitar effect. Which would carry on to the next album. This song right. was a, a little bit, it was uh, to me, I, I obviously was written at a different point in Wild Street's career because it does sound a little bit different. But I very much enjoy it. And you can kind of see this is where the, the evolution of Wild Street, where you start getting the little um, uh, nuances and, and uh, different takes in this song, is the evolution to Wild Street 3.
1: That's a good point, because you, you kind of get a little bit of a darker... Cause it's, I wouldn't say it, it's not a dark song by any means. It's a fun party song. But you kind of get that dark, uh, a little bit shade of darkness, as you will, uh, in the music itself. But yeah, this is the song that they're known for. Uh, I think this song has over like a million views on YouTube now. Uh, definitely one of their best it is i mean obviously like i said i want to get it on from the debut is my favorite but this one here no matter who you show it to easy does it the song they like it and more a lot of people love the video as well like the video is very standout ish as well because obviously they go to a strip club and easy does it baby so there you go (laughs) but definitely uh this it's a good way it's a shame that it wasn't on the original because i was kind of unsure about when did this come out why is this kind of like the bonus because obviously as you say it came out like a year or two after and that makes sense because even the production of the video seems really top-notch as well uh so that is kind of making sense now but but very good this song like you said this song doesn't sound like anything that wild street did up until that point off technically i guess you could say the first two albums and eps so uh, it's just a great catchy. This is like the epitome of maybe other than hard on you and want to get it on. This is the sleaziest song in there yeah, uh, up until this point. And uh, very good. Great guitar work all around. Uh Very uh, easy to sing to as well. It Kind of like like we said about in the first episode, want to get it on. It's easy. That song is in a live setting, easy to sing along to. And it's somewhat similar to this as well, especially with the catchy chorus. But yeah, there's a reason why this is their best-known song and has over a million views on YouTube. It's because it is probably their best song uh, overall for people.
0: I think um, I can definitely see that, and I I think it's definitely the easiest for people to pick up and start listening to and singing at the. You know, if, if you had to show like one song to someone who didn't know Wild Street at all. Easy Does It, a very good appetizer and a very good starting place for them. Also, you can tell, um, you know, to me the production seemed a little bit better. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they seemed to be more confident with, you know, Eric's vocals and the music in general. You tell there's a little bit like they stepped up their game yes. for Easy Does It. But also, um, if you listen to like some of the later songs, of like Tennessee Cocaine and Set It Off, it that's where that style it started with Easy Does It.
1: Yes, and even three way ride, kind of. It kind of because yep. they have they bring in these other instruments kind of as well. And uh, easy does it, and it kind of reminds me of a, a little bit of three way ride, but same with set it off as well. And uh, the others that you mentioned, but it, yeah, it, it, it is a natural progression, and that's why I always said about Wild Street 3 little teaser, it is just a natural progression for Wild Street. So
0: we will, we will be getting to all of our thoughts on that and uh, in another video for another season uh, because we will have a lot to discuss uh, for Wild Street 3. But if anyone up to this point, if you want to hear a little bit of style of Wild Street 3 and you haven't yet, Easy Does It is a perfect uh, teaser and warm-up for Wild Street 3.
1: That's a good point. I, I would agree with that wholeheartedly.
0: Yeah, very... So a little bit of a shorter review compared to our last one. But again, there's only six songs that we had to discuss. But I very much enjoy Wild Street 2. I I think, again, it's a little bit looser. I think it's got a little bit... um, The structure is not as rigid as I I think the the first album was. But with that, I think they could have added one or two songs to make this an album. And I think it would have been... uh, You know, this is still great. I ain't knocking this at all. It is really good. But it would have been kind of cool to see if they, you know, if they had the time, money, production, all those other factors that go into it, what they could have what they would have done with the full album.
1: Yeah, I agree. it, it is kind of the album that I probably visit less just because of the amount of songs. And I think they I, I prefer the version of Wild Street on the debut compared to this. Now, I'm not saying that easy does it. Like, I don't like easy does it. That is probably one. Top two, three songs of mine for them. So like, there is a lot of stuff I do like on Wild Street too. But I understand what you're saying. I even now that we talk about it more, I can kind of see what Eric says about underproduced. I can kind of see that. And you know, at first I was like, uh maybe not, because it does sound the same. But the more we talk about it, I'm like, you know, th- there are some things that maybe you could have changed, or maybe I could have been a little different. But but still, nonetheless, uh, I don't think it's a negative. I'm gonna. It's not a negative to be for this to be a little underproduced. So, mm-hmm. it, yeah, that, that's pretty much my take on Wild Street, too. It, very good. Still worth picking up. Still worth checking everything out on it, especially if you do like that more of a stripped down, just a tad more bluesy. Because I do love blues. But I think, for me, if I'm going to take one or the other, Wild Street one or two, it's going to be number one. So...
0: And uh, real quick before before I uh, respond to what you said, um, so like underproduced, I, I would I just want to clarify from Eric uh, during that interview, it was it was more like in a live setting. That's like kind of what he was what he was going yeah. for, and I can definitely see that uh, with that. It was then that's kind of makes sense more with the structure of the songs.
1: Right. Yeah. And I, I love the stripped down stuff. Like I, I'm not opposed to that. I I do like. I also like produced like well-produced stuff i also like the stripped down stuff as well but for me with wild street in particular now i would i kind of prefer the production of number one you know and i i don't know i don't know what exactly maybe like you say if there was more songs maybe if they did throw like a more of an acoustic ballad maybe in there that would would have helped raise this up just a tad but nonetheless this is still a good album uh it's just for me, though, number one, I think is would take it for me,
0: and I can definitely see that. My only, I, I will say, my only knock on this and this only thing, it feels just slightly incomplete. That's yeah, kind of and that's,
1: that's a good point. I think that's where I'm kind of coming from as well. You're only giving us technically five, six out or five, six songs, so you're kind of like, wait, what? I, I need a little bit more here, you know. So I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. A little incomplete.
0: But if you, but also they're they're really good songs to hear live. So like when you see them live, like they these some of these songs will definitely be in the set. So uh, you yeah. should definitely you should definitely check it out. But if you're just going just from a pure like music album review kind of standpoint, that that's kind of my feeling on it.
1: I think yeah, I think if I'm not mistaken, now most of the times that I've seen them i would say at least half these songs if not four songs are in the set list
0: i was gonna say three to four yeah, As yeah i said yeah. most
1: So certainly certainly not a weak album or anything of the sort like that but you know like i said just for me a little i i think it, the main thing it is incomplete it feels like i feel like eric could definitely i know now I'm, it is hard to write songs there's no doubt about that but it's like eric we couldn't we could have used like one or two more songs yet on this, and I think I think incomplete is a good word for this album.
0: I, I and yeah, oh for sure, but um, not not to knock it in any way. And again, there there's money, it's time, right? Uh, right. I, I I think, and again, I don't know. I've never talked to Eric about this. I think they had to get something out, and uh, that's why it's a little bit more stripped down. It's more just hard rock music. That's why there's no ballads. I think right. they needed to get something out. Ah, uh, because there's you know there's a little bit of gap from '09 and then this was uh, released in 2011. It's a little bit of a gap, uh, especially yeah. for an up-and-coming band who just got started a few years ago. You you need you know, a little bit more music, and singles weren't as big as they are now. Um, so that's why they I think they had to go with an EP.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that that makes that makes a ton of sense. And at, at this point, I don't know exactly where the band was internally as well. So that could have played a good part in it. So, but that that's just kind of speculation on our part. But yeah. uh, I, I, but we do kind of know what happened at the end of the day. Soon after this got released. So yeah, I mean, I, but nonetheless, they still worth checking out. Wall Street Two, still still a very good album or EP. <laughs>
0: It, it definitely is. It definitely worth a listen. Uh, and I hope you guys enjoyed uh, I don't do too many music reviews here on uh, Super Cool Radio. I know that is something you do very well on the Crash Course Metal Show. Links uh, for your YouTube channel will be in the description as well. Trevor, always a pleasure hanging out with you. For the season finale of season four of Super Cool Radio, Beautiful. we had a fantastic album review.
1: Thank you for the honor, my man. I appreciate you having me on again, my man. And uh, yeah, guys, come check me out over at Crash Course Metal Show. We do all things heavy metal, all genres of metal. So come out, see what see. If you like it, subscribe. So thank you, Matt.
0: Of course, and thank you so much. And I know you know we are closing out season four if you're here on Super Cool Radio, but. Season 5, you will be back on. We have to complete this trilogy of Wild Street albums. And I got a lot to talk about Wild Street 3, and I believe you do as well.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah. there's definitely some things we could talk about. There's no doubt about that. Uh,
0: very good, and something to look forward to. But I hope everyone enjoyed this season of Super Cool Radio. I hope you enjoyed the Wild Street 2 album review with Trevor Crash and I. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. All
1: right, brother. Yep.
0: And for Trevor Crash Night of the Crash Course Metal Show, I am your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching. Listen to Super Cool Radio. And remember, stay frosty.